Your Drinker Show, the podcast that is raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am still your host, Louise Salas, and with me is my very, very talented friend, the one who always lets me join in the reindeer games, the mixtress, Dixie <laughs> Gina. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that right now. I don't know. I don't know. It's an outside. I don't know. I'm going to let it go. Okay, so... I'm going to put some coal on my nose. (laughs) So, speaking of reindeer, Gina. This is going to be good. (laughs) You know, Dasher and Dancer, and Harry and Sally, and Fred and Wilma, and Ross and Rachel. But do you recall the most famous couple of all? (laughs) Ernie and Bert, of course. I don't know where you were going, but it's got to be Ernie and Bert. Well, I do love that. Yeah. I might still love her and Charlie, but... Well, that's you and me half I the time. I the other way. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah. Well, a little beer, a little Milwaukee. Yeah. And Pepsi and... Co- and, you know, they drank Pepsi and milk. What? On the line? Yeah, yeah no. Milk. Yeah, it was Laverne and Shirley's yeah. drink. It was Pepsi and milk. Oh, did I get a drink on you? Sure. Oh, <laughs> okay. So we got a little lost in all of that, but... Speaking of famous or infamous couples, leads me to today's designated drinkers. It didn't slur. There's two. <laughs> There's two after the 10 o'clock. I probably me too. did slur, but you know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> so let's welcome to the show Jen Carroll and Biddy. I can't say Billy. I'll just do it. Could you do it, please? Yeah. So let's welcome to the show my friends Jen Carroll and Billy Riddle. <laughs> the, the chefs and co-owners of Carroll Couture Cuisine here in D.C. and Spice Finch in Philadelphia. Which you're getting great reviews on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank oh, you. Oh, and then let's also mention they're also engaged. <laughs> well, for a while now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's old news. Now when he, like, when they actually set a date... I'll be excited for that. We've been working on it for the summer, I think. It's a, it's a secret. Ooh. Oh, look at that, folks. We already uh, uncovered there's a secret. Uh, well, you actually yeah. know it's summer now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We're, tra- we're trying really hard. Of which year? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a good Save question. Save me on that one, Gina. <laughs> so, speaking of, what I really want to jump into is, like, how you master work and life and when did your passions all collide? It's crazy for me to think that, like, could you imagine, you know, working and living with Neil and Dave, no. like, 24-7? <laughs> we would, I would kill him. You have to really like that person. I don't think I really like my spouse that much. I've only Yay, been married 25 yeah. years. <laughs> I like my spouse just fine. He's <laughs> at job and I'm at mine. And at night when the stars align. There you go. It's magic. There might be two children that come up. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> How did that happen, Gina? I don't know. <laughs> There's birds. All right, bees. let's back up. How did you see me? So Can we start off with, sh- with a shot of ginger juice or no? Is that yes. bad? Yeah, this yes. is your show. Yes. You are the designated right. drinker. So we don't, we don't, as we don't drink. Yes. We brought something with us. It's a ginger shot with a little bit of kombucha that I made at home. Uh, well, you made it at home? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's lemon and basil. Or no, sorry, it's lemon Thai. and ginger. Yeah. And uh, Thai, Thai basil. basil. From our garden. Sorry. Thai basil and what else? And a little bit of honey. Yeah. So. Okay, honey. Right, well, Let's cheers. do it, honey. This is how we do stuff at work. Nice. It cheers. gets you going, cheers. gets the body working. Woohoo! Ooh! Ooh! Right? Wow. 
I can't take a measure break. Well, first of all, let's talk about let's let's back Ooh, up. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a little heat. Who cares saying that? You make a measure? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. How I, just, are, I just started. What so are you aging that in? In big glass uh, jars. Like you go to Walmart and you get the big glass jars for fourteen bucks. Yeah, what are they? Like four, you, they're the, like four gallons. Are you aerating them or burping them? What are you doing? So I'm controlling the temperature with um. What's it called? It's like a plant heater. Mm -hmm. You put it underneath a, a plant. Yeah. So they don't freeze. Yeah. So I'm gonna get for the palm trees. And yeah. then you so, um, you just let it sit for 14 days at that temperature. Like it's 80 degrees right now because we're going into summer, so it's still kind of cool off and on. And she turns the AC up all the time. So <laughs> I have to like, you know, balance it out. Okay. I know. She's yeah. from the north. But when I wake up in the morning, I'm not crying, so. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, 14 days and then you uh, flavor it. It's really beautiful. Yes. Oh my it's, god. It's a really no, great. I want, it's, I want. I want like my own bird. Where is that? It's I nice to like that. sit outside here at Suburbia, drink a little ginger, little heat you up a little yeah. bit. So like I'm, that ginger is. It feels like doing a shot of alcohol. Like it no, feels it does. Like yeah. Doing like a fireball. It does. So no. It, yeah. It makes it, my ears pop too, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I like it. It's a cool sensation. What honey is in there? There's no honey. So in kombucha, it's it's uh, the most natural sugar you can get. You can use any sugar. Anything with sugar will make it grow. But in the first fermentation, you want something that's going to be raw in its purest state. So we use uh, Earl Grey tea because it needs caffeine. Uh, you need sugar, so we use. Um, so I would just put my finger in it, Gina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Just huh. that's all. It and takes. then you need the symbiotic <laughs> culture, like the the scoby, to kind of let it grow off the sugar, the caffeine, and let it as it's sitting and fermenting, it's creating the yeast and they're growing off of everything. Oh, is a fancy word for mold, people, just in case you want yeah. to know what it is. And it's it's not the most attractive looking thing either. It's pretty, <laughs> gross. It's pretty nasty looking. So we're playing around with it, trying it's, to make it part of part of our life. Pretty in the in the glass, though. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, it's strained out. Yeah, nice yeah. It's kind of like me before like, I like, like makeup. <laughs> That's the first one I made. This is the first one you made, and you have this many bubbles. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's all. That's all. It's like making beer too. You uh, you you cap it and you kind of let it carbonate in, in the bottle. And then when you feel like it's been you know good enough by opening one and testing it, you throw them in the fridge to you know kind of slow it down. And when you want to open it, it's bubbly as hell. Huh. It's very fl It's very nice. I like it a lot. I'm not happy 100%, but I'm I'm almost shocking there. your chef. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never, never, never happy with anything. So we never even got to. How do your how do your passions collide? What happened? How, tell us how this craziness all came together. Do you want us to both do it separately? Because I feel like it's different through. So tell other which eyes. one of you is right. Start. <laughs> First of all, she's always right. I. Good job. Uh, Good right, job. Jen? Yeah. Sure, Billy. He says sorry a lot. <laughs> Just okay. Alicia. Um, sorry, Billy. <laughs> You've got three women sitting here. Um, You're not going to win. We, so we've been like, you know, in and out of like, whether it's going to bars, going to restaurants, meeting friends that like knew each other. It's just a very incestuous city in Philadelphia. Like you just meet people all the time that you've seen before or worked with before. Um, from. Are you talking about how we met? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it kind yeah, of it bridges the gap but like <laughs> through talking to people you get to know a lot about them like we have very similar like similar families like uh, mm -hmm. Jen's mom is wasn't so like doing so well at the time my mom wasn't either like they both were going through their own like you know their own problems they both have like you know 
family family members we always don't get along with the most, but we used to love them. Um, mom's... <laughs> you know what happens. It's, it's why it's a family. You're, supposed, yeah. you're not supposed to love each other all the time, right? God, I can name that. Sorry, right? sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm going to come right back. I... You got something in mind? But um, So that's I think family brought us together by pushing us together to support one another. Yeah. And, um, that's awesome. I feel like that's what kind of got things going. Yeah, but we start, we really started working together. We both had our own like restaurants, and we had our own jobs. And just coming ho- coming home, and we were working for other people. Yeah, and it's not what we wanted to do anymore. We were putting in so much of our time and our passion and love yeah. and like our whole lives into something that wasn't truly ours. And yeah. we and we don't want to do that anymore. So with the catering company. I was always making Billy help me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't really have a choice. He did, but he said yes uh, on more than more than one occasion, and it just why not worked out. Is that what is that what she did? She said yes more than one occasion. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I took it south. (laughs) So did he. (laughs) Hello. blushing on this. <laughs> you know, it's the insider info. You tell me all the time not to say any insider stuff, so I'm trying very hard to maintain my composure. Is your tongue bleeding because you're biting it? No, it actually is. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, oh, you know what? So we started off the show with uh, um, a little ginger shot and kombucha. It was delicious. And I know that they, they don't drink, but they still like their own their cocktails, so we actually um, juiced a little bit of fresh beet. A little bit of raspberry, there's raspberry muddled in there, fresh beet juice, um, ginger in here as well, and then a bit of a mint, like a little bit of mint syrup. So it's reminiscent of either a bramble, you can go with the way bramble, or a julep, or a flavored julep, but just really kind of nice. And like the water content on it's actually even better because it just kind of is gonna like make the ginger like a little bit softer and more floral than like in your face and burning. I think it's delicious. So if you were gonna make these at like a a party with non-drinkers and drinkers this is a really great option. Oh yeah, you can make this in a pitcher, but I'll tell you, so in this glass you have a, um, an ounce of straight ginger um, juice, it's straight off the press. Yeah. And then you have um, one whole beet, which only yields about like 0.75 ounces of um, juice. And the reason why is because it's very starchy. Yeah. So you have all this like stuff left over. So if you make pasta, keep it yeah. and make pasta from it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then, and, and this is also why your juice costs so much goddamn money in the store. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It is. And then, uh, and, and then um, there's a quarter ounce of lemon juice in there, and five muddled uh, raspberries. Um, I used to juice raspberry juice, and then I started realizing that it was really a pain in the ass. So I stopped doing that because it's so mushy. So I just, I just use crushed ice to hold it all down. And then uh, it just does its thing. So if you straight from the top, you won't get the seeds in your mouth. So if you were going to add alcohol to it and make it boozy, what anything, would you anything. This would be really good with like um, like a nice rye would be awesome with this. Um, I mean, apple brandy would be good with this. Tequila would be good with this. You have I mean, I wouldn't do vodka. Just because. What, what, what would you do? I wouldn't do vodka. What, what about, about gin? It would about make it rum, more watery. Rum, mezcal. Mezcal, yeah. Ma, oh, nice smoke. Rum would go really, I would shake it with rum if I was going to do rum. Yeah. And make it more like a daiquiri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be really no, good. Nice I base. like the secret to the bottom. 
with the seeds. Your raspberry, raspberry secrets at the bottom. Yeah. Well, you have a nice little julep <laughs> so you can eat it. So you can, so it's, it's more fun. I was gonna be, I was gonna, I wanted to do a granita, but I know, but we have an event upstairs tonight, so I have no room in the freezer. <laughs> and I thought about doing it, so I could have just like whipped it up, and that would be nice to scrape it for you. But then I was like, I was like, I have no room. And then welcome to having a small restaurant. <laughs> um, I want to back up because I think what you're doing is amazing. How do you, like, you know, uh, people might know you from TV or what you've done, Jen, and all that stuff, and like, and then uh, Billy worked for some seriously famous chefs in Philadelphia, coming up in the kitchen, and the place, I could tell you where it is by the pass, that, uh, there's an overpass there, and the restaurant underneath, that was like, where, what name of the restaurant where you worked? Um, before you worked together, it was an Italian restaurant, what was it? Uh... Volver, Townsend. That's it, that's it, Volver. Volver, yeah. And like, but like, how do you, you know, how do you coexist together? Because I think like that's like the seat, like I think for this episode and like what people like really want to get from you is like, how do you do this together and not kill each other? Yeah. Patience. Patience, understanding, trying to turn it off and respecting each other. Um, about when we do want to disconnect because there's a lot of, it's really hard because, you know, we cook at home. We are constantly being inspired by things, constantly looking at, you know, social media and, and YouTube and we have, we're surrounded by books. And so when we're just relaxing in our own time, it's still work kind of in a way because it's so much part of our life. So when we start talking, it's really hard to fall into always, always, always on work mode. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, we had we had like a secret word of like just being like salt or stop like <laughs> to like stop talking. No. Yeah. It's. I mean, we never had to really use it. Um, it was more mo- mainly for like when we were drinking or like hanging out. Like things got a little out of hand. It can be like Jen, salt. <laughs> like come on, come on. That's different. But but like it's it's still like in the back of our brains. You never know. We might get like go somewhere travel and we need to use a code word for something. Yeah. But. That's the only reason. I like that kind of stuff. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, patience. I think for me, I've, she's a very patient person. I obviously am not. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. And I think... See, when did you develop patience? Because I've been in the kitchen with her and I've seen her go wild. Well, it's different. So when did, when did that happen? It's different when you're in the kitchen. You're, you're part of something that's like always moving. The kitchen's always like this, this monster moving all the time. so nice now. <laughs> I love how there's like different. three conversations. Right. Right. Go, go. As the host, I'm just sitting here watching, going, "No one's catching any of this." <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, patience, understanding. I think one of the benefits of working together is and having businesses in two different two cities. cities. Yeah. It's great because Billy can be in Philadelphia and I can be in DC and. I don't have to worry about where he is and what the team is doing because I know he has it under control and he's... Patience, trust. I trust trust him. I trust him to do what I would do because it's one of the things how we work together. We work together really nicely. So it's it's nice having that. Like, we both want the same... We're both heading for the same goal. Yeah. Like, we both want the best. I want the best for, for both of us. I want the best more for her out of anybody, too, because I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of women sh- women in the in the kitchen, you know, kind of be pushed, chewed to the side and, like, you know, not be seen as the person in charge. And I feel like that's so disrespectful and so f- screwed up. Um, and I believe in what she's always done, and I've only wanted to always make it better and, like, you know, 
go to the next thing with her. Um, so Aww. it's it's difficult he for he just got like an eighteen gold stars. For <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult Good to take. Job. It's difficult to be that kind of person though when you're, you're in the same business and it's yeah. a very high demanding job. You know, everyone expects you know so much from you, then some more, and then it's just so much pressure all the time. And I think just trying to figure out how to balance it all out has been my like all time goal. How to balance and you know, yeah, like I make it about me all the time. In in the kitchen, we also work very differently than each other. So that's, it's it's good, in many ways, but it's also hard to like figure out sometimes because he puts he puts so much into it and has so much is super 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 creative, and then I'm like, okay, let's edit it, let's edit it back, let's taste it with this, let's do things like that. And so he's just constantly throwing ideas against the wall, and it's and it's amazing because. It keeps things like moving. Yeah. It keeps things interesting. And you know, when we're at work, don't take things personally. Yeah. I mean that's that's what we say to all of everybody at the team when we're very direct and to the point with each other. You need to be that way in the kitchen. You need to be that way when you're working. Yeah. It's that there's no time to be like you know what? Let's talk about that. Let's, let's go sit down. Think, it's, it's like, no, we need to do it like this for this, this, and this reason. It kind of rolls back to your trust point, though, that you understand that the, there's a certain trust there. That's what I'm reading anyway. Yeah. There's a certain trust that when you say this, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because, like you said, you have the same goal. You have the same goalpost, and you're heading to that direction. You right. trust the other person that when they said something, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It really is to advance the two of you to whatever that other space is, yeah. right. ne- closer to the, whatever that goal post is that transparency there's so many different factors but like that i think it starts it off i mean no ego collaboration yeah. on stuff and being open to listening to each other's ideas I will, a hard thing in the I will kitchen say though, saying one no of my ego faults though don't you think is, i mean i think i think it, i think it was years ago but now as i've grown up in the kitchens i i see how many people's opinions are really valuable before for me I would be like, oh, the, the guest doesn't know what they're talking about, or my front of the house team doesn't really know what they're talking about because I went to culinary school and I worked in all these great restaurants and the food needs to be like this and only like this. But everybody doesn't have my palate. Everybody doesn't understand why I do things. And so when a young, a young inexperienced server might be their first job, taste something and they're like, oh, I don't like it. I actually want to know not why now because yeah. yeah if I have more of your you know of your friends coming in I want you to like it just as much as I like it and I, I want to know how I can make it better and so ketchup yeah ketchup's you want, good you want young kids to eat it ketchup <laughs> well, I I think, you know, learn. well I think they're you're talking about five year olds I don't know that <laughs> okay I have nieces and nephews that are in their 20s and 20 young 20s ketchup they're terrible. They are like, I don't know what their parents are not cooking for them at home. Is it the yeah. sugar? Or if they've not like oh had gosh, experience totally. of garlic, or if they're all headed into this gluten-free lifestyle of no flavor and <laughs> allergies, but like they don't, the only thing they seem, everyone universally seems to accept is ketchup. And it's yeah. fucked up. I mean, I like ketchup. I'm not kidding. I like Heinz. Can we say Heinz? Yeah, I can say Heinz. We'd like sponsorship. Heinz 57 is my favorite. Um, But, like, everything's got to be in moderation and balanced to some extent. You can't just, like, be drinking it like it's soup. Like, you can't dip it in everything. 
You know, I, my I, cousin used to eat ketchup sandwiches. Really? That's yeah. so gross. Uh, <laughs> on white bread? On white bread. I can understand when it's a point of like <laughs> yeah. necessity. Yeah. When all you have is bread and ketchup. Yeah. You know, you do what you got to do to yep. get by. See? <laughs> no. Do you think that's a wall though now? Like, serious, I'm really serious. Like, see, so you're right. You just wrote a brand new menu. You just opened another restaurant. Like, do you, do you like working together and like, do you, do you find it like hard to start to do that now that you're the, you know, you're saying that, you know, you've grown up in your kitchens and you're starting to cook for the people that are, you know, out of college, first job, have disposable incomes, and you're no longer on that same playing field with them because you're a little bit older than they are, right? Right. So do you find it hard to write a menu for that disposable income level because you're still writing it for your palate? And you're, like, do you know what I mean? I think we figured out, I mean, we just... How do you do it? Like, I mean, like... If there's a way to say, how do you do it? How do you do it? I mean, you got to take yourself out of it, not completely, but, you know, you you have to be in the menu somehow to an extent. Like, our menu at Spice Finch isn't, like, geared to us us completely. And our diet, if it was that that was the case, no one would eat the food except all the health freaks. Like, um, there's there's fries on the menu. There's a burger. Like, we don't eat that all the time, although I enjoy it once a month. We have baked cheese with a, like, orange blossom rose simple syrup that is just to die for. But it, and it's, like, covered in katafia, like, butter, cheese, butter, sugar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but, but it's, like, it's, gauging, like, your, where you're at, you know, your neighborhood, kind of, you know, feeling it out. We, we went to Rittenhouse Square, and we saw what was around the area in Philadelphia. We, you had, we had to put that education in because if we didn't, we're going, we're going in blind. We're flying blind. We don't yeah. know what people want. And it's a different town. It's a different city. Although people like the same thing in other cities, so. You know, one thing of keeping menus cheap is using vegetables. Like, we mm. eat a lot of vegetables anyway, but it keeps your food costs down. Yeah. Majorly. And if you utilize things and not waste them, like Billy and I do a lot of things at the restaurant to try and eliminate food waste and by using up byproducts of things. Like, we make our own preserved lemons and oranges, but the salt typically is thrown away because nobody knew what to do with it. It's always like, okay, let's let's get rid of it, like make a new batch, so on and so forth. And now we're, we're using it in our lemon yogurt because there's flavors of lemon in there and that's our salt that we're using. We're putting it into sauces. Oh, we're how u- interesting. We're using it in cocktails. It's it's amazing in cocktails. So, like we've made Gatorade, yeah. made our own Gatorade for, with it. For st- I mean, I've made, made that for a while. Like yeah. staff meal would always be like kind of like what you have around some restaurants. So smart with the Gatorade. Yeah, so yeah. like... Well, you're, not Gatorade, but a Gatorade-like product. Yeah. Electrolyte product. Electrolyte. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so we would be, like, I would make stuff all the time. We had this product in the restaurant, and I said, what can we make with it? No, everyone's like, just throw it away. And I said, why can't we make some, like, fragrant Gatorade? We had, like, a garden on the roof. There was, like, uh, herbs bolting. So I got flowers from cilantro, threw it in there. It was delicious. Like, and everyone loved it. So I made it all the time, and it was very accessible. So, like, it wasn't something I had to, like, you know, press juice and get it was there whenever i wanted it so it's not even only the salt it's like the liquid that comes out so it's like the brine so if you are using it it's the same as like if you're using like an olive brine in a dirty dirty martini so it's super concentrated you have to be careful with it you have to taste it otherwise you can totally ruin something really quickly of it making it way too salty but i think that's good rule of thumb Salt is not too much. Salt is too much of a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and then like the salt, the salt from that tastes different. It's like when you have an olive, it's kind of got that similar similar taste. It's an umami kind of sensation. Yeah, it's really cool. Do you dry it back out and like the dehydrator and use it? The liquid? No, the, the salt. salt that's left over in the bottom, like the, the, the stuff that doesn't get dissolved. You could if you want it, had a, had a use for it, but we we haven't had to. 
Because we haven't done that yet. It's a good idea. We can try. Yeah. Well, like for like garnish or? I don't know. Like you. You could. Yeah. I mean, like that would be a great idea. They have your own like lemon seat, lemon, lemon salt in the past. What's that garnish. dish? They make that Turkish dish and they take the salt water and they put it in like, I swear, it's like in a wood. I, I forget what it is. Either it's a metal pot with a wood lid and they boil the salt water and they let the salt cure on the top of the, the wood. On the top, so the top is almost like white. Yep. And then they make like a, it's like a, um, it's a rice, it's some sort of, it's a rice or, a, yeah. And I can't remember the name of it is, but the top of it, the lid is like coated in salt, but they don't actually put salt in the rice. Huh. huh. But they it's boil not- salted water in there and they get all the salt, like they evaporate it all the way down. And then they make this dish. I mean, they don't start with a huge amount, it's not like right. a big pot, it's a little amount. Gina, I think you just coat. dumped our guests. I am like, I don't know. Yeah, well, That's I don't know what it is it. either. I mean, you've so seen people like... cooking tagines and, like, kind of cook them in, in a clay pot. Yeah. But that's the only but thing. But it's cool. It makes, like, this dust, and it looks like, uh, it's weird. I don't know. We got to go to a Morocco? Is that where it's at? No, uh, like, Lebanon. Like, let's uh, go. Like Lebanon, yeah, let's Turkey. go. Well, you take the show there. Why yeah. not? We'll yeah, take it down. We're going to get on down to the Honestly, I think I ate that in Cyprus. I'm pretty sure that's where I had that. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, like, super bizarre, and it was a, it was a Turkish restaurant in the island of Cyprus. Cool. Hmm. I mean, I ate a lot of weird Episode two, <laughs> going to Cyprus. We're hitting the road, Jack. I mean... Well, that's a kind of an odd road. I guess not a road. I would go back to Israel <laughs> and that area of the world and eat um, all day, every day if I could. Yeah. Try vegetables and stuff that you like. Forget it, you guys have a field day. I yeah. mean, you can go from place to place and just have different versions of Lebanon with goat milk from one from one terroir to another. It's so wildly different. Mm-hmm. That it's off the charts. Yeah, that's like one thing that we've noticed. Like when you ha- we have different things in our menu, and you go to every single region, they have some sort of fatouche salad or some sort of hummus or what it's else. All, it's like, all similar, but it's, just done differently wherever similar, you go. Yeah, regional. but slightly different. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind I, of crazy. It's I really thought, fun. Yeah, so. I found beauty in that completely. I was like. If they're doing it there, it's we can freedom. do it here. Yeah. It gives us freedom because yeah. we are not rooted in anything traditional at Spice Finch. It's just what we're case, inspired by. If that's the case, we'd be cooking Native American food <laughs> and Irish food. Na- Native American? Yeah, like a little bit. Like, what would you make? Oh, I'm just saying, that's my... He's, he's, no, I get it, like, but I want to know, like, are we going to be whipping up like a blue corn special? What is happening? We'd be using the, the entire deer, I guess. Because <laughs> that's all I, I ever was told. <laughs> whatever's in the in the uh, in the ground, we're gonna use it. So. I think they need. I mean, I mean so, my sorry, my grandma. Sorry, my grandmother. She lived in the mountains of West Virginia, and she used everything. Yeah. They ate the wildest stuff in the world. Yeah. Uh, you, you ever eat squirrels before? No. Neither I have would, I. I would. I would. I think I would. But she did. Would you? I try I it. I she would. ate squirrels. The neighbors ate raccoons. Yeah. That they had to Possums. survive. Exactly. Possums, yeah. Exactly. I'll be honest with you, that gopher that lives in my backyard is very well fed. It's eaten my entire garden. <laughs> so I might eat that fucker. You catch it, I might cook it. Cause so, he just like wobbles around like, oh I just ate all the corn. It was so good, thank you. <laughs> Year three, you idiots. Oh my god. You get a little smorgasbord out there for him? Yeah, we did an up top garden thinking that would help the that would stop. Well stop the bunnies. Yep. And just entice the gophers and buy you up there. You need a cage around it, which is a pain. It kind of ruins it. it ruins it for you. Yeah. I, I can't do it. So tell us a little bit about, look at me trying to pull it together again. Let's talk about your catering business. That's your newest venture, right? 
It's actually our oldest. Oldest. I've, I've been doing. Educate. I've been doing it for since 2011. Oh. And we got into doing everything with weddings and bridal showers and corporate lunches and breakfast and Christmas parties. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas parties. parties. Yeah, we did one Thanks, here with Gina. Gina. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> there were lots it was, of glitter. It was beautiful. It was really nice. Um, it was vegan too. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, right. I forgot about yeah. that. It was amazing. It was? Yeah. And so then, did I. <laughs> but right now we're like we're focusing back on doing dinners in people's houses so more private dinners smaller more intimate things and doing classes and demos and traveling around oh, something a little bit more controllable so we can go back and forth between both cities and it gives us a little bit more flexibility with our own lives yeah yeah nice yeah nice and billy joined me I, jo I joined the group, pretty the much, company. Pretty much as soon as we got together. <laughs> There's a joke so, there. I'm going to so, leave it alone. <laughs> so she didn't cool. So how did... Okay, so I'm not even going to say it, but I, I, have, I have an idea. I like it. I mean, you are the younger man. It's kind of nice. It's very I mean, nice. He's, I mean... Very good looking. So if you guys like are listening sure. to this episode, you guys will watch, you know, go see a picture, and you'll say, "He is very good looking." So I, I just want to know. I'm just saying, like, I think that it, I think that there's something to be said about it. I think the whole thing. Jennifer's beautiful, by the way. But I was say she doesn't. Uh, you're like, come on. Jennifer's beautiful, but everybody knows Jennifer. Everyone's seen her. She's been on countless yeah. fucking television, everything, yeah. ads, paint magazines. You, me, so how did you end up in a Top Chef space? I mean, I always wonder. Like, I know it's. Yeah, how did you get it? It was a lottery. Yeah. Yeah, is that how you really? No. I don't actually know how you get on the show. Do you know that? You don't? No. You're about to find out, aren't you? We've always gotten into drinking way too fast. I never asked you. Like, that's the question. So, when I was working for Chef Eric Repair, he was a guest judge on the show, and they always ask people to nominate other chefs to be on the show. So, he nominated me. Oh, nice. I'm sure well earned, but I mean, wow. I, I did not want to go on the show at all. At all. Because I was very happy with where I was in my career and my path. And I was, you know, this was way back. This is 2000 and I don't even know. But it was season <laughs> six. It was season six. And now we're on season 16, 18, 100. I have no idea what season we're on now. But I was like, if I go on the show and embarrass myself, that's the last thing I want to do. And and. Uh, you know, it was scary yeah. to me. It's not sure. why I got into this world. I didn't get into cooking for TV, for the celebrity chefdom, for the for any of it. I got in because I love doing what I do. I love cooking. I love creating. Um, and then I had to go through the entire interview process, which was crazy. It was, you know, filling out. I, I can't really talk about it, but it's filling it's filling out this whole like page of questions and it's everything sure. from what is your favorite thing to cook to who's the first person you kissed and when. <laughs> so it's crazy. They want to know every single thing about you. Yeah. You go through a bunch of more auditions, filming, and then they, they fly you out to L.A. and they do a really big interview with all of the executive producers and... I walked into a room, I was locked in a hotel room for a while, and they come and get you and go, okay, it's your turn to go up, and I walked into a big ballroom, and that's intimidating enough. Of course. And it was just one single chair, 
in the center of the ballroom, a folding chair, and then like four tables, four or six tables, like six foot tables with all of the producers on the other side and cameras coming at you from every single angle and asking every single question in the world, shooting them at you. Like, so they're like, what would you do with these five ingredients? Why would you cook that? Tell me about the hardest thing you had to overcome in your life. Yeah. What's the happiest moment? Like, so it's just bang, 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 bang. And it was, it was crazy. And I actually thought that I didn't get on because they didn't call me in time. And then like, so when the day was like up, I'm like, yes, I'm not on, I'm not on. <laughs> and the next day they called me while I was in the middle of like expoing service and I had a phone in the kitchen, it was right next to me, so, and I pick it up and they're like, oh, we have awesome news for you. You made the show. <laughs> I walked off the line, I walked up into my office upstairs and I start crying oh. <laughs> because I did not want, I did not want to do it. And Chef Repair was like, you're doing this, Jennifer. And so because of him and because of him pushing me to do it, um, it's changed my life. It's changed yeah. my whole like path. It's been able, it's opened up so many doors. It's been able, you know, I've been able to give back to so many different charities and to travel and to see more of the world than I ever thought that I would. Yeah. So I am very grateful that I'm sure. Chef Repair forced me to do it. <laughs> he also told me if I was cut first that I would be fired. <laughs> so just a little more extra pressure put on me. So thanks for that. <laughs> I feel like anybody can be cut. Do you want to be on the, do you ever want to do like cooking no. shows or anything like that? No, 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 no. no? I'm trying to make him do it. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess it's the same it's reason just, why she didn't yeah. want to do it. It's like... You just gotta jump and do whatever you want to do. You gotta jump very far and like go in the deep end. And that's all it really is for everything. Because if you're comfortable, you're fine in that moment. But you could have more if you just jumped. Yeah. So I mean, technically, this is a this is a jumping point for us, for myself to an extent. I've never done this before. I'm getting yeah. What, a little Billy's podcast getting, or yeah. like a, a yeah. podcast? Yeah. <laughs> have you? I mean, you do them all the time, so it's different. But um. Just talking and networking, it's 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 not always the most comfortable thing to do. Putting yourself out there is yeah. it's hard sometimes. Not saying myself and No, you're right, it is. It is it's for, a hard space to fill. You're right. No, and, and the I, reason I agree. why and the reason why most people go in the kitchens is because they don't want to be doing that stuff. Yeah. Like and and then when you when you're in the kitchen you you go up the rank, you start as a dishwasher, so some people do, you go to a prep cook, you become a sous chef, you become the chef. Then what? Then what? Then what? Like, so there's always something you know you can be, you know, going for. Um, at one point, though, you're gonna have to figure out is it gonna be you or somebody else you're working for. So, I think I'm very happy working with Jen for us, rather than just myself. Um, I feel like there's a sense of community. I feel like we're accomplishing a lot, and we're gonna accomplish more. Cool. It's really cool. So no to the. No to the we'll show. We'll see. Yeah. I love No to the show. It's, she's not, not going to fire me either. I'm still not going to do it. God, that was so great. She's like, you're fired. I told you. You never know, you never know though, because like I might meet somebody. Who could fire? Could you guys fire each other? What are you going to say? You might what? No, I was going to say we might meet somebody that's like doing a show and we just happen to say yes in the moment and it just happens by accident. What, getting onto Top Chef? No, any show. Ah. Any show. Or, or like the designated drinker show. Wait. All you had to do is say yeah. yes. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that brought it up in the first place. This one. Right? Look at you. I was like, Tina, what's going on? Get Thanks. on the show. Let's do this. 
I've been asking Jen for three fucking years. So, we made it happen, <laughs> Gina. We made it happen. But no, it's three years this year. We're in our third season. We made it happen. Thank you, thank you. I'm like, no way. In July. It's our third season. Well, you you know what? October. Well, we started recording in July. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wanted to, so what, what, okay. Because I was, so right. I was, yeah. I was working I go from in Virginia when you originally asked me, so it was like the very beginning, yeah. <sighs> anyway. anyway. So let's talk about your favorite yeah. things. Rabbits. Those five little bunnies. Yeah. So I have to say, my husband gave me a bunny for Easter the first year when we were married. And I've always been an animal lover and always had dogs from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> When I got this rabbit, I was like, it was so damn cute. But I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing with the rabbit. Um, turned out to be great. And it was really funny as my cat and my rabbit played together, which was hilarious. So and the rabbit loved my chow. Absolutely <laughs> loved my dog. And the dog would stand there and the rabbit would run like figure eights around, uh-huh. his, around her legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she would lay down and he would snuggle. His name was Jasper. And he would snuggle in like her big furry tail and her legs and sleep. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh, my gosh. But I had no idea what the hell I was doing with that thing. Um, We ended up moving to Germany, and the person who taught me how to take care of the rabbit actually ended up keeping her. That's so weird. Keeping him, because he couldn't obviously travel to Germany without... Germany and rabbits? That is really... We just adopted two four-year-old boy brothers because the couple was moving to Germany. And they couldn't keep them, so... Yeah. So yeah, it was real. It was a real thing for me yeah. because it was like when the yeah. first time I ever had to give up an animal, and but at least I gave it up to somebody who actually taught me what I was doing. Like she yeah. was raised with them. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I got a better question. So you're a chef, right? Yeah. <laughs> One day you say, "I'm gonna get a pet." Right. <laughs> I was you there. get a pet. Yeah, I heard that. That you cooked before and eaten and eaten. But How did I you didn't pick a rabbit. Why? I did. I I didn't eat my own rabbit. I saw the same thing, Gina. I got her a card with a rabbit on it. She's like, "Give me a rabbit for my birthday." So I got her a card that says Feliz Coplianos with mar- maracas, and the rabbit's like, "Happy birthday." She's like, "What is this shit?" And I said a rabbit. So I was I was really sick at the time. And I was like, oh, God, she really meant a rabbit. So I went to the pet store just uh, just seeing if I can get away with, like, getting, getting the rabbit. So I got the rab- I got a rabbit, and I put it on the front of the door, knocked on the door. She opened the door, and the rabbit was there. She really wanted this rabbit. Like, I didn't. I thought the same thing as you. Why would Why? you want this rabbit? Because they're such little cute fuzzballs. Like, they're adorable. I've had, like, stuffed animal rabbits growing up. I had my one, it was like Scamper was his name that I slept with every single night. <laughs> Scamper? Scamper? How come we didn't use that name for the rabbits? That's a good name. Um, Keep going. And then I love dogs. I grew up with dogs. We travel a lot and I didn't know what to do with the dog um, while I was traveling. So I figured and like I figured a rabbit would be a lot easier to care for and a lot easier to tr- be able to travel with. But... As we've been learning, they're not the easiest like, animals to take care of. I mean, there's a, they're, they're they a do like work. their own time, so I think it's different. They're no, different than me dogs. How many you have now? We have five. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 well, hold on. There could have been more. There could have been uh, seven. I think that's called hoarding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you make some? 
We did. Oh. We yeah. made some. So we have a, and we gave some away. So we had a chef friend. We asked was, Gina if she wanted one. Neil said no. Declined. Yeah, <laughs> Gina said no fucking way. No, Neil said, said no. And then texted Jen that he said that. I go, and dying laughing going, I'm like, I begged you for that rabbit. And you said, and you said, we're never getting it out of mama's house. But we just recently watched a rabbit, so. I don't know. So no. wait, so. What names are they? What are their names? From order of first to last? Sure. Uh, Chewy, Larry, Lil Joni. <laughs> Talk about the ones that are not with us? And then, with somebody else? And then we we gave away Chomper, Dottie, and now the newest ones to the family are Pickle and Hercules. <laughs> Variety, right? <laughs> Do you think that, like, so, so hold on, I'm going to keep this real because I, I am, like, obsessed with this. So, when I called Jen, I was like, oh, you know, Jen, I was texting them, do you want to be on the show or whatever, and can you finally make it work? She's like, yeah, she texted me back a picture of Billy doing yoga, uh, sorry, yoga with the rab- rabbit yoga. You is this did? a real thing? Yes. <laughs> I didn't see that. How is this a real thing? Tell me how, is this real, like, you can go to a studio and, like, they, like, at, like the goats? Our, no. It's our house. It's your house. She literally sneaked that from, from me to you. I was doing that. And the, and the, ra- and the rabbit jumped on his back. Jim and so, And so I took some photos. <laughs> Bunny yoga, it's the new hot thing. Forget I mean, about the goat yoga. But you can't yoga. do hot yoga. And it's, it's not hot yoga, and no. it's not goat yoga. It's bunny yoga. Yeah. So I've heard some things from people that actually keep these pets, and they say that if you're really like um, anxious, like really like you know you have a stressful job and something, actually bunnies because they won't let you hold them if you're really like tense. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to learn how to relax Ooh. or your rabbit dies. That's a good point because it's no. true. Because I'm yeah. pretty like I'm pretty like come here, give me a hug, and they're like no, no thanks. Too they, much energy. They go straight to Jen. Yeah, I Patience. just let them come over to me when they want in their own time, and then they'll, they'll all just sit on me. And hope. one of the main reasons why we got our second rabbit, Billy tries to tell me that it was for his boss's like kid. It who, was. He yeah. said, "I want a rabbit for my kid, Trulo." I said, "Okay, cool. Let me go get that for you, because I love seeing new rabbits. They're cute as hell." So we went they all, are really cute. We went all the way to Philadelphia. I didn't know that they had rabbits in uh, Virginia for some reason. They don't have, you can't buy them in D.C. <laughs> okay, that was really kind of funny and cute all at the same time. You, you, <laughs> I didn't know they had bunnies. I mean, they, have you ever heard, like, they fuck like bunnies? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty easy. Uh, but I didn't know, I didn't know yeah. I could find pristine, good rabbits, like oh. a purebred uh, rabbit. Anyway, they don't, they don't sell rabbits in D.C., so I was like, I worked in Virginia, but I didn't, like, travel around. So I'm like, I know where they are right now. We're going to Philadelphia when we see, like, your family and uh, I picked one up it was sitting there just he almost looked like he was dead but he was just like super super to himself timid. very 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 calm because Billy's like all right which one do we want to get which one do we want to get and I'm like looking around I'm like the one that is just chilling <laughs> yeah. and that was that was Larry so we got him I took a picture with Jen and the rabbit and I sent it to him he's like awesome then we got back home. Next day, he's like, Chulo, bad news. My son does not want a rabbit. He wants a bird. <laughs> I go, a bird? A bird, like, makes so much noise. I mean, I'm sure there's bird fans out there. There's yeah. nothing against birds. I just like rabbits now. Yeah. So I, I was like, we'll just keep it. 
He's, the was, best. He's my favorite rapper, though. Was, he gives me kisses. I, he was, lets me hold I him. I think it was I him. I love him. I think it was Billy and Juan's whole scheme so Billy could get his own no. rabbit that loved him more because Chewie definitely likes me more than Billy. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, I'll, I'll, I'll live with that story. <laughs> would you ever, would you ever um, bring the rabbits to a dinner so people can pet them? She and would. Then, I wouldn't let her. Would. And that, really? Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I, I think that like for some reason like somebody would totally be into that. Like, oh my gosh, maybe it's like a vegan dinner and like you have rabbits to pet the whole time. Yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Cause I then mean, you could share your dinner with it. Yeah. <laughs> you could. <laughs> it's true rabbit food. I mean, you go to those gross cat cafes. I was gonna say the cat cafes. Or the owl, owl cafe. Cause I've been, I went to Japan last year and I, the cat and the owl. And uh, the owls are like endangered species. And there's a part of me that goes, uh, should they really be like in a cafe where people are just handling them yeah. the entire time. I don't know. I don't know. They're kind of a majestic bird. I don't see yeah. that Beautiful. or they get eaten by something else out in the wild. So anyway, I'll go with no. There's there in Tokyo. There's a bird cafe mm -hmm. with a bunny cafe. Yes. So the bird cafe is on one floor, and then the bunny cafes. Yes, we do a lot of Instagram searching. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Just, just and if you're interested in, in looking at our rabbits, they, oh, are, yes. they are on Instagram as uh, Munchin Buns. <laughs> do you like the tag? <laughs> Munchin Buns. Oh, and, my God. Are you, know. you kidding me? Do you ever put them on leashes and bring them for walks? Yes. We, we, we had one and it broke, so we need to get another we one. We need, we, we need yeah. five. Yeah. We now yeah, need, you need five. five. I'm going to be honest with you. Please. Bring them if here. If you are going to get five leashes, I, I will set it up. I will, I will, I will walk anywhere you want as long as I can be there when that happens. Because that's insanity. I already love it. So you see, a lot of times in cities, people walking with their dogs and strollers. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, all the time now. You could put bunnies in strollers. That's a good idea. And they'll fit in there too. Yeah. You can fit all five they're, of them. They're not in there. large rabbits. They're like minis, and, like mini lops and lops. Oh, okay. Yeah, my Jasper was huge. He was a Dutch rabbit. He was like 22 pounds. There's he was part, ginormous. I had no idea what I was getting. I was like, my arm when I got him. There's part of us that wants a large rabbit too, but it, I'd rather just look at it online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Where are you guys going to live if you get a, a, get a large rabbit? I mean, you have a fairly big place, but like. Good point. That's a lot of fur. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a lot and of fur. And can they co cohabitat? We, all of them are spayed and neutered except for little Joni. Which is Her being, time is coming up It's soon. causing some issues so, right now. Yeah. yeah. So I have two lab puppies. I'm waiting for one to become her little, go through her lady time so right. we can spay. Do you have to do that with rabbits? You do have to wait, um, but she's she's ready to, she's ready to go. But it's more because the two boys that we just brought home, she's spraying a lot. She's trying to like leave her mark everywhere. She's ready to get it on. Yeah. She wants to get it. She's on got her very big time. Very wide. But they're, but they're neutered. They're neutered. They're neutered. Yeah. But that doesn't really stop them. They still all hump, and humping each other is a sign of dominance too. Yeah. So they Same just with it's, dogs. it's nonstop. It's no nonstop funny. for real. <laughs> for real. Do you, do you get inspired by the bunnies? <laughs> <laughs> but that's weird. That's just weird. What did you say? <laughs> you heard what I said. I said it. Ginger shots? Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> You know, a couple of years, but like, she would answer that question. He would have been like, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and maybe like two bourbons later. I don't really know. <laughs> All right, what do you think? 
It's you now. Okay. I'm ready. So, so, so I have a, um, so I have a question we're going to do in two parts. I guess uh, we'll do Billy first. Okay. All right. If, so, you know, everybody has a spirit animal and all that stuff, and I'm guessing yours now is bunnies. But um, <laughs> what would be your spirit ingredient? Spirit ingredient? Yeah, like the, to define, the define you or your favorite thing. Wow. I'm like, don't take them. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's really hard for a person. Do you ask this question to a lot of chefs? Every guest. Every guest. Are well, most of them chefs? Yes. No, Some of them. No, we vary. We have artists. We have all a bunch of artists. Because my mind Authors. likes to like go all over the place. I think it's really hard for me to, like to go with one thing for a long time. Pick one thing. It's got to change. Do you, do you see what would now, you be today? Like me where I'm like I got to edit them down. This is this is it exactly. So what is it today? What right now, it's ginger. Okay. Because when I drink it, it makes my body feel warm inside. I feel like I'm like doing something good for myself, and I feel happy and energetic. It's like a shot of caffeine, but like I know it's way better. Yeah. All right. You don't get as crazy amped up as you do on caffeine. Yeah. Though. It's much better for him. Good and, answer. And Jen too. What's your spirit ingredient? Lemons. Mm-hmm. That's true. Why? I, I love the freshness of them. I love the juice. I love preserving them. I love the zest. I literally put it on everything. I think that pop of flavor that it gives to every single ingredient. It's good sweet. It's good savory. It's good to drink. Like, you can do so many things with lemons. And, like, when I life, literally, like, put it on everything. Yeah, when life gives you lemons, Jen. Oh, my God. Did you just do that? you got to make ginger juice. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to go take you to the juicery. We're going to see what else they can buzz up for us. All right. Let's call yep, it. That's uh, it. Oh, wait. Hold on. We almost forgot to do it again. Your song. Oh. So, no. So. <laughs> no, it's housekeeping. Housekeeping. It's housekeeping. So if you've missed any of the recipes on the show, want to know more about what um, Jen and Billy are up to with um, Carol uh, Cuisine uh, Catering, you can find the links. Uh, my recipe is uh, pictures of Louise doing weird things. All at designateddrinker.show. What's up? It's designateddrinker.show. Cheers. 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 Thank you for having us.